Hi, everybody, and welcome to Late Night Love. <laughs> welcome to Late Night Love with James Dean Littlejohn. Got some two-pack chilling. Let's me just roll that down. We're getting ourselves, we're getting our settings correct here, aren't we? As we do, we know that we know the routine by now. I'm pretty predictable with my routines. I think that's right. We'll adjust accordingly in the background. I'll do that subconsciously. Um, how the devil are we, people? Pa 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 pow. I am here again. He's like Christ. I just literally, I've not even listened fully to you last time. Talking fucking drivel, James. Calm down. You fucking bring another potty out, mate. I am. I am bringing out another potty. I was sat here today. I've had, a, I've had one of those. I don't know. Tremendous days. And I think sometimes when you have a good day and things go right and you reflect correctly, I think it's worth celebrating, you know. Uh, and I was sat here tonight and I was just sat in my um, my armchair in the uh, Clock and Balls, the famous bar in Wiltshire. Uh, it will be fucking famous. I'm going to bang this bad boy on the map. Um, but yeah, I was sat here and I'm actually sat in the Clock and Balls with my jingling and ling 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 ding ding gin. Because I'm, I'm on holiday, mate. I'm on fucking holiday. And I had a good walk today, so I feel better. I've like been eating healthier, and uh, yeah, I thought, fuck it, I'm going to do a podcast with a gin, because that's how I roll. Ah, lovely. So anyway, um, and that's probably really annoying ASMR, isn't it, really? Because I hate that. If you were doing that really in my ear, I'd think to myself, I'd fucking punch you in the face, James. Um so I apologise if you're not into ASMR and me slurping away. What a fucking jackass. Anyway, yeah, so I was reflecting. I was sat here chilling and I thought, no, I'm going to jump on the mic. I'm going to celebrate my wins. I'm going to celebrate my wins. Why? Because it's important to acknowledge that we are taking those steps forward. And not only that, we're not just conscious. It's a battle, I've told you. Life is just shit sometimes. But it's really important to acknowledge when life isn't shit. And, and go, you know, what did I do right? What did I do wrong? Let's celebrate that together. And um, what I mean is... Um, I've had a good day. Um, and, and it started off pretty shit, actually. I'm not going to lie to you. I was awake at 5.30 this morning, fucking absolutely howling migraine. And I mean fucking uh, howling. And uh, and I was like, I don't know what to fucking do about this. So I woke up, went downstairs, and then I just sort of led on the sofa for like about an hour, staring at the fucking ceiling in the dark, trying to get rid of this migraine with my migraine cap on. Um Look at it. If you ever see it, in fact, actually, I'm going to put a photo of me wearing it. It's hilarious. My mate recommended it when I told him I, I suffer really bad from migraines. But I just, do you know what? I can't be asked to go through the whole fucking NHS cycle. I just, I'm sick of being in that cycle. So I'm like, fuck it, just put up with it. Um, and I know it's from the car crashes, so. It's just tight muscles. And anyway, I'm not going to fucking bore you with that bollocks. But yeah, so it's kind of, I, you know, I just kind of chilled. I just relaxed and I was like, all right, um, here we go. Let's have a let's have a potty. Let's sit down. So, um, yeah, I, I grabbed a gin and chilled out. And what I was doing was just reflecting on everything that had happened. What have I been doing? What's differently? Like I said, I woke up this morning from 5.30, banging migraine, doing what I can. Mrs. came down at 8 and went, yeah, I've heard you get up. Are you okay? I was like, no, I'm not. So I fell asleep on the sofa. She went up and got me a quilt, bless her. Uh, chucked, the, chucked it on when I was led on the sofa, put my fucking cold cap on that my mate had recommended. And I was like, I'm going to have a fucking little snooze. And then I just woke up and just, it, I don't know what it was. It was like an epiphany for me. I was sort of sat there and I was like, my dad's, mum and dad's got a fucking hot tub. I'm going to go over and sit in the fucking hot tub and chill out. So they invited, they said, yeah, go over, use it as you want. So I drove over, sat down in the hot tub, literally grabbed a beer out the fridge, uh, a nice cheeky Peroni, and FaceTimed my brother. And, uh, you know, I was sort of sat in the tub. He was like, what are you doing? I was like, mate, I'm just, I'm on fucking holiday. Um, you know, don't matter what it is. You don't have to go somewhere to have fun. But, I mean, I was relaxing. I was reflecting. So I had a good chat with him, and then I sort of spent an hour in the hot tub, just literally a little bit of music on in the background, and just just reflecting, just feeling really, really good and positive. There was nothing being thought about. I didn't give a shit about anything. And then I came back, and after that, I sort of felt relaxed, a nice chilled-out afternoon, did a bit of DIY, and then I in the evening, I started planning my birthday. So my birthday's vastly approaching, and I'm having a bit of a shindigaroo um, in the old clock and balls. And um, what I'm doing is I'm organising a bit of a party. So I've got some close friends, but I enjoy that process of making it an event to remember. So I invite, obviously I've confirmed everybody. I'm like, guys, it's like fucking 20, 
whatever it is, fucking 24 days away, mate. 20, 23 days away. So I was like, we need to get some stuff going. Let's get some stuff booked. Let's get fucking money down. Let's start planning what we're going to do and, and, and all that. And, and that's me. That's me. I know some people are like, what the fuck are you planning that for? I like to plan it to a T. Why? Because then I know where I can be. Everything's planned out. It goes well. I relax. And that's the key part is... It's really weird. You can hear the rain tearing it down tonight as I'm talking about a summer fucking August fucking... <laughs> that's the UK for you. Real fucking shaft in the arsehole. And um, so I'm going to try and talk. I've got music. I might just adjust the music a little bit because it's probably a bit... You've got ambient fucking fresh noise that's probably going to send you to sleep with my voice. Like, you know, whale noises. <laughs> and you've also got a fucking bit of music. So I'm going to just... I'm going to make the, the adjustments subconsciously there. Anyway, so yeah, and and... I can't remember what I was talking about. I was talking about fucking it right. But yeah, you've got all these things going forward. And I don't know. It's kind of like you try and manage everything. You're trying to build yourself. And, and you know, you've got to sort of kind of go through those motions. And, you know, you've got to kind of, I don't know, sort of take the wins. I came back. It was like two o'clock. And I was like, right, I can sit down, chill out. Went with my missus. And um, yeah, just everything just seemed to work out. And then I was, that planning phase was more enjoyable. And like I said, for me personally, when I get into that zone, I, everybody, I do it because I want everybody to have a good time. But for everybody to have a good time, which they, I know they will, because I will plan it to a T. Um, but for them to have a good time, I need to know that they're they're, they're prepared for their, you know, where are they sleeping? Are they staying? Are they not staying? Are they drinking? Are they not drinking? Um, all those sort of plans. Where are we going? So we're going to the water park. We know that. Who's coming? Let's get them booked in. I'll pay you. Give me the money back. What do we all want to eat? You know, trying to invite as many people that I think would enjoy the, my company. And But making sure that everybody's got plans tied in. Have you got a taxi to be booked? Because I don't want to get to 2 o'clock in the morning and then wake up. You know, no one's got anywhere to fucking go. And then in the morning, which I, I don't have a problem with people staying absolutely fucking i would love to accommodate as many as i can but for me the planning phase is i can't allow that because there's a limited size i don't really want my fucking three girls coming down in the morning to you know just fucking bodies strewn everywhere it is a home at the end of the day so i have to balance all those out but at the same time i don't want people to be excluded if they can't stay so if they can't i will work you know work in, in get involved and you know, try and help them to make it happen so they can come across. Because I want everybody to be here. Because for me, it's a birthday. It's my birthday. My, my mate's birthday's Kieran. We're amalgamating like we always do. So it's a bit easy. We try to get to the middle of August because his is the uh, 27th of July, which I fucking missed this year. Uh, and I am devastated. But I'm not I'm not going to digress into that because that's just fucking shocking for me. And um, But yeah, I... I it, we try and amalgamate them and we try to keep them together and for us that's why i think if my part of my gift then to him is planning something you know i'm going to be slow cooking some beef briskets i'm going to be doing some fucking slow cooked ribs i'm going to be doing uh, chicken skewers some are hot some are spicy some are fucking satay i've got all these dips and fucking marinades already bought and purchased I've bought some special fucking smoking wood um to go into the uh, the wood smoker i've done all that and I'm preparing for that because I want everybody just to turn up and have a good time. The way I can relax is by making sure that everybody's happy, everybody's content, and everybody's relaxed. Because what that does is give me a relaxed vibe. So by being preparing for things and knowing what people are doing, I feel happy. And that's a really important phase for me. So, And just the enthusiasm in my voice now as I'm talking to you is how important it means to me. I want everybody to be there. I want to create a landmark memory. I've bought gifts for um, for, for two of my friends um, because it's a pink theme. And I want to make sure that, that you know we're all pink because I've chose pink as a theme because I think it'll be hilarious. So I bought gifts. I'm trying to get a, a little memento for everybody. So when they come along, it'll be like, yes, you came along. We had a good time. Something to remember. And I think that that planning phase, by going into that, it does cost me a little bit. But I do it for a good reason. Because I want everybody to, happy, to be happy. I want to be remembered as that person that created that memory. So that's the importance of it. And that's my mental health thing. That's something I have to battle with all the time. And that's why I like planning. And I know that it's, like, you know, there's that spontaneity. I do get an element of that. But it's quite rare because I like things to go nice. I like things to go perfectly. 
So, and I think that's what the enjoyment phase of where it's coming. You can hear in my enthusiasm in my voice that that's where it's come from. And uh, yeah, I've enjoyed that. I've enjoyed that today, and that's made me happy. And uh, I suppose, sort of, kind of, it just fell in place. There was a couple of little cogs that fell in place. My colleague tried to talk to me about work, and she was like, you know, this has happened. I was like, yeah, I don't really care. <laughs> I don't really want to know. And I meant it in a respectful way. You know, she was like, you know, oh, yeah, you're on. Yeah, I'm on fucking holiday, mate. I don't really want to hear about work. You know, so it's kind of like, let's be polite. You know, you should have seen I was in a fucking shit state last week. And compared to where I am now and compared to what, how I'm already molding and reflecting myself to go into work in a different mindset next week is is good because I'm going in empowered going in ready I'm like even doing things I'm doing a little bit of work because again it builds myself up and it makes me feel good it's that structured approach it's an enjoyable thing um, for me very difficult to obtain sometimes and it's crazy how I've got a structured approach to things like that and planning and phase and stuff but then there's other elements of me that will just you know you fucking go and jump off a cliff, I'd be like, yes, let's fucking do it, you know, or I, I like the spontaneity, but it's in measured amounts, and then there's also, you go upstairs, and my fucking clothes and shit are everywhere, I haven't unpacked a bag for like fucking three weeks, so I don't get it, it's, like, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fucking minefield in my brain, and, um, but yeah, it, but that's the structure, of, I'm learning to develop that, and I think the reflection phase for me is what's given me that, um, I don't know, that kind of, uh, you know, that kind of thought process. Anyway, I'm going to digress into, so it's Late Night Love with Jimbo. That was just a little synopsis of what's happened today. You know, it's good to celebrate those wins. Um, and, I, and I said to you in my last podcast, I was going to read something because it's going to start off negatively. And, and so be prepared. Um, <clears throat> and I mean negatively because it, it, it depends on how you're listening to this and how this can be construed. But it but it did, it did resonate with me. I'm just going to find, just bear with me. I'm just literally finding it. Here we go. Right. So, and <clears throat> it resonated with me because I suppose the whole structure of what I wanted to talk about here is how important friendship is. And I think that friendship, um, I seem, I don't know whether it's, it's a modern day thing. I don't really know, but it seems really, and this isn't talking, you know, so if anyone's listening that knows me, I'm not talking about anyone specific, um, but there is elements of this that will be unpicked. But I think it's really important to talk about because friendship is so undervalued sometimes. And I think that you and I don't think people realize how important friendship is, especially, I think, from a, from a man's perspective. Uh, and the reason I say that is because women just do it naturally, whereas when you get that bromance and I, and I genuinely mean this, you know, and you, when you get that bromance, it's a really amazing fucking feeling um, to have to connect with another guy. And I don't mean in sexual connotations, but I mean to connect with another guy. I mean, everybody that knows me knows I've got a I've got a fucking soul friend and I, and I genuinely have. I'm very, I'm very, 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 very fortunate to have somebody um, who's been a, a close friend for almost 30 fucking years. Is it 30? No. 30 it was about 20 no so it took about 29 years I think it's coming into 29 years something like that and um and it was like from school days you know and I say the friendships you know it, it's you know it didn't start off great we actually fucking hate each other but we knew each other and and whatever there was a long story behind that but I am very privileged to have somebody who's a ride together die together he's one of those bad boys for life and the reason I say that is because that means a lot to us you know we we are heritage or outside heritage our our friendship was really sealed with bad boys when that when that came in at that generational time was that 1994 i think it was was it 94 94 96 maybe 96 i don't know someone will tell me um but anyway that's was sort of forged our friendship so you know we've always maintained that you know we've watched all the bad boys in the cinema and all that sort of stuff so i'm very very blessed um to have a good friend however um I'm, I'm, I'm also very, very, I mean, I, I like friendship. I really do. Um, it's very hard for me to trust people. So when I let people into my trust bubble, and this is where this came, comes in, and I, I do call it a trust bubble. And it sounds a bit cliche saying trust circle, circle of trust, because of obviously the film Meet the Fockers. But do you know what it is? It, it is a very true aspect. I think you do have a circle of trust. And I think I've, I've had a few bromances in my time. And 
I can probably name them, uh, you know, on my hand, people I've genuinely had good friendships with. And, you know, even like, I remember having a guy, a, a guy that was a friend of mine called Pizzoni, um, Anthony Pizzoni, his name was. And uh, we were in Afghan together. And, you know, we just, we just fucking, we're, honestly, we were both stupid, childish fucking idiots. And it, it was a proper, but we never spoke since. It was kind of like, you know, you get that through phases. And there's certain elements of friendship where you, if you pull someone into your circle of trust, they become that bromance, they become that development. And they all say, I think, scientifically, they say if you've had a, a good friendship for seven years or more, um, it's a friendship for life. And I think that's a rarity. Um, but what I do realise and do acknowledge, you know, I'm very close to my brother, very close to my dad. Um, you know, I've got Kieran, I've got Nelly, I've got fucking, you know, I've got an abundance of people, you know, and there's people that have, I'm even talking to now, you know, Luke, Adam, there's all these guys, you know, that are, are, are genuine fucking good trusted friends. Um, you know, Zippy, Christ, the list can goes on. Mark has another one that came back in. I've got a list of, of, of people that listen to me avidly and, you know, and they've, I class them as close friends, people I'll genuinely talk to all the time. And um, I think that's a really important aspect to have. Um, but what I have had is I've had friendships that have taken been taken advantage of. And the reason this resonated with me is because I think it's so important that when you've when you've let someone into that circle of trust, that that friendship zone, somebody you confide in, somebody you you uh, trust in, especially for me, I think for me personally, friendship means the fucking world to me, which is why I do everything I can for my friends, my close friends, people I genuinely trust. I will do anything I can for. And I think that that's where this came through. And it sort of resonates. I'm going to read it with you. It's a bit negative, but I, I will spin it. Trust me. Let me just log back in. So it says, a note to an old friend. Forgiveness is not a sign of weakness. Nor is it a, a permission slip to give you access to my space again. You've crossed that sacred boundary with no regard to many times. Too many times, sorry. There's no coming back from that. I'll hold myself accountable for making you feel empowered enough to treat me like dirt. I've evolved from a fool who was colorblind to the red flags that you wore. The space between you and me provided clarity. Now I see who you are and who you've always been. I forgive, but I still don't fuck with you. <laughs> and do you know what? It's weird, you know, there's an element of soppiness in there, you know, and but it, but it's a note to a friend, and I think that for me, that's the, it sort of speaks volumes, because I think that friendship to come by in, and this is not to genderize people at all, um, but it's going to sound like a fucking am, so there's nothing I can do about it, but from a male's perspective, to, to have a friend, to open up to somebody is... I think it's almost classed as a little bit sacred to, to open up. I mean, although you could say, well, James, you're fucking an open up yourself constantly. And I think, well, yeah, I do. I do open up because I think for me that helps. I like to speak a story. I like to tell people my journey and I like to hopefully help somebody. I like to think that there's somebody out there that's listening that goes, oh, yeah, I've listened to that. You know what? Yeah, I have actually gone out and done a bit of this. And I've, yeah, I do reflect a little bit more on it. I've actually understood. It's like my missus, before I digress, I will digress in, but it's like my missus said, she said, you, you know, we were talking about mental health. And she says, yeah, you have your ups and downs. And we often have conversations now about my mental health. And we, I say, you know, how have I been? Because I don't genuinely know. I'm just, every day's a new day. So it's kind of like I don't really register and if I've had a blowout, I'll, I'll move on from that blowout and it's done and dusted. If I remember, I'll, I'll obviously apologize if I remember. And if I don't, if, if I don't now apologize almost instantly because I'm getting better mentally at, um, at understanding when I am being a dick. Um, but there's times when I don't and there's times when I go like, you know, what's mattered you've been like? Because I can just I can walk around with a fucking like a, an obnoxious, angry face on or you know my feelings i wear my fucking i wear my heart on my sleeve so you'll know who i how i am and and what if you've upset me and i suppose that's a little bit difficult because and this is why i need that open relationship and that's why i strive to have open relationships with with my friendships and my relationships now because i think it's important to to acknowledge that actually i am i need people to criticize me i need people not criticize me but i need people to give me feedback because I won't remember it. I don't understand it. I don't I don't grasp when I'm fucking like going batshit crazy. And there's people that have seen it. 
And there's people that still, I don't think, can really articulate to me, for me to understand, the level of anger I get. And the only person I think that ever really set it for me was um, a long, 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 long time ago. I'd, I'd, and I will tell you this story because it's quite an important story to understand me and how angry I can I can get. And anyway, we, we were, I'd organised this um, all of my dad's birthday for his for his birthday party, and I did his sixtieth. This is a, a bit of a uh, what's the word? Personal story, actually. I'm going to tell you here, and um, and I think it's important to acknowledge where you know, what stress can do. And this is the, probably the epitome of stress. So I wanted my dad's, but and this is the, this is where I, I go all in and I just, I do too much and I get emotionally exhausted. Anyway, my um, we were at my, uh, I organised my dad's 60th and I did everything to a T. And I mean, I didn't get any fucking help from anybody. I did that pretty much 90 fucking 9.9% on my own. And that was because I, I did overtake probably and I want it to be special because I've got a great relationship with my dad. I've got a, an absolute utter respect for him. And anyway, it, it didn't go to didn't go to fucking plan. And basically well, it did go to plan. But then there was a couple of I got drunk and the, the, the drink overtook. And there was a couple of family moments that, that sort of escalated. That's where I'll put that. And I got fucking angry. And I mean, fucking angry. And um. It, it did impact and you know there was a there was a kerfuffle in the house shall we say and um my auntie who is uh you know rest her rest her soul she she passed away from cancer um not so long ago well a, few, a couple of years ago you know but you know not so long ago it's still quite you know i still remember and um you know she was a lovely 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 lady and she came up to me and she said this was alone and I'd, and I'd probably see her every fucking 10 years at best i i knew her really well because me and her son uh, my cousin craig um we, we were born uh, similar times so it, for the family and also she was very close to my dad as brother and sister so you know it's quite a close relationship between all the families um however we got to 14 and we just did our thing and joined up and you know joined up the fucking military and just never saw each other but she was a really 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 amazing lady and um, yeah, she she came back down and she and she pulled me aside when I went to apologise about three days later because I was going through a lot of stress. It actually transpires that it, that was in the peak season of my PTSD, so I was a fucking angry man uh, and I was highly depressed. I was drinking a lot and I was you know I had I was under a lot of stress and pressure. When so is that an excuse? No, but I I had un, uh, undiagnosed PTSD at that time and I was a ball of fucking fire, and you you deal with the stress as well so I'd the stress of making it perfect for my dad I I went and etched this beautiful fucking bit of um you know mirror and all that sort of stuff and did I want to pass that on as anyone else's no because I made this special between me and him anyway I, and I did and I and I made it in almost a competition and I stressed myself out who's the competition with no but I wanted everybody to go yes you did this James it was irrelevant of my dad I wanted it to be perfect for him I did I made it a surprise birthday I got Scottish family down that he didn't even know about I had his kilt prepared honestly it couldn't have gone any perfect until drink took over and depression stress and anxiety and whatever uh, not even anxiety just depression and fucking anger and just a lot of drink and I fucking turned into this ball of rage and anyway I went back to a couple of days later to apologize because it was you know, and obviously I was a fucking ball of anger and um I, I, my auntie pulled me aside she said James before you come in the house can I have a chat and she t and she's only this little fucking she's four foot like four foot two she but she's a honestly amazing Scottish lady and I won't do a Scottish accent but she came up to me and she said James um you need help and I said to her what do you mean and, she, and you know she said you you need help before you go to prison she's like what and I said what do you mean she said I looked at the anger in your eyes James your eyes were all black and your smile was scary. She said, you just had no fear and you wanted to just hurt people. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, she, I could just, you scared me. You're the only person in my life that has scared me. And she's come from fucking Arbroath. And that's what she said to me outside the front. And I looked and she said, I genuinely, all I did was take Jimmy away from you because I think you wanted to kill him. <laughs> you know, not like that. But that's the look I had of just anger. And I ignored that. I went, you know, I just took it as an emotion and I carried on for another couple of three years and I was, you know, there was fucking all sorts going on. And then I finally got help. Anyway, 
So I digressed there, didn't I? Uh, massively. But anyway, so it, it, the friendship side of things, I think, is so important. And, um, you know, going back to those words, when you lose that ability, I think, as, as men, I think once you let someone in for that friendship and you, you let them in properly, you've got to understand that's a respect. There's a level of respect there. There should be. And if, if there's no respect there, then that's when it becomes a difficult situation. But we have to manage that. Like I said, you know, friendships are bonds, especially from a male perspective. If there's ever a man out there that is willing to open up to you and speak his mind or speak his personality, speak whatever, just open up to you. That's sacred, I think, because we don't show emotion as men. You know, naturally, we don't. We, naturally, we suppress things. Naturally, we turn to alcohol, drugs. We, we overwork ourselves. We don't reflect properly. We don't look after our body until all of a sudden we look around and there's just fucking chaos. And you go, wow, there's a lot of fire around me. Oof. There's a lot of destruction. What happened here then? <laughs> and, then and, and then it's too late. You know, we do these things. If you listen to my early podcast, you'll have heard, the, you know, the journey that I've been on. Let me take a sip of my gin. Sorry, I'm getting a little bit, little bit dry. Mm. I was watching my ice melt as well, and I didn't like it. And and I think that you go through. I mean, we go through. And I don't want to turn this into some sort of soppy thing because that's not what it's about. Um, and that's not me going. Oh, suppress your feelings, James. It's not like that, like that at all. But what I mean is, there's a different. It's a different friendship when you have a friend with a bloke. You know, it's it's completely, it's almost like it's, you know, we act like children because we fucking enjoy it. We have a good time. You know, it's the only time we can be immature. I know that I've got friendship groups that when I see my mate, I mean, literally when I see Kieran, I, even if I just have a fucking phone call with him, my phone, the, my phone the other day, well, I was, and this is a genuine story. I was, I was driving up the road and my mate, we, we voice message in the morning saying, fucking have a good day, you know, and all that sh all that jazz, just fucking, it's, it's just good stuff. And um, anyway, I, in the morning, I was like, I can't voice message him because I'm driving, so I'll just, I'll just give him a quick call. I gave him a fucking call, and I'm driving along the fucking motorway, just cruising along in, in this car. It's a hire car, so it was a new car. He was in his fucking hire car. And after about, I don't know, three, four minutes into the conversation, my watch started fucking beeping at me, telling me, um, I was in a too loud environment. It was like plus ninety fucking decibels. If I stay at this level for too long, I'll have hearing. I'll have a temporary hearing damage or something like that. I said on my watch. Can't remember what it was. Big yellow fucking signal on my eye watch, and um, other watches available. And I and I remember going along, and it was just because we were acting like fucking kids. I mean, we were giggling. We were talking about tits and ass and fucking all this sort of jazz and we were talking about just crazy shit and I was going we're gonna get fucking pissed soon yay and we act like fucking idiots and I think that I do that and I think that's why it's almost like a I suppose like an excitement to my party that's coming up um I'm excited because I know I get to act like a fucking child I get to act a bit fuck I'm, a, I'm gonna be surrounded by I mean I've got Jutty coming along he's a fucking foghorn leghorn he's worse than me I can beat with him I've got a couple of other friends i've got even i've got i've got a friend coming that uh hopefully well, he is coming he's, he's almost confirmed stefan mills an old school friend of mine from fucking years ago even he's gonna come along um so it's like for me it's just a it's just a good time with me golf poker drinks beef what more do you need um hold on i was getting a bit of indigestion there Woohoo, jazzy, jazzy. And um, yeah, so I kind of, and I think it's, I mean, I'm, I will say, I, I announced one of my friends can't make it. And I'm absolutely fucking devastated that he can't make it. But um, yeah, I think it's going to be one of those events. It's going to be one of the main, I think it's going to be one of the main pictures on my memory wall. And I think that that's the importance of having people around you, having those friendships. And I've got, the, I've got, I, I, one of the one-to-ones I had with my boss the other the other day, he said to me, what's your network? You know, what's your network of people? And I have. I've got a network of different people that now I talk to, and I'm trying to nurture that, for, which is me that suppressed it. I stopped the nurturing bit, I'll be honest with you, because I do find it a bit difficult. But it's really important to nurture good friendships, and I'm making more of an effort with people. And when they stop making an effort for me and, and it goes sour you know, whatever, then yeah, there's nothing I can do about that. I just cut that off and put more time into other people, you know, and spread that evenly. And I think that subconsciously I'm doing that. And the reason I'm doing that is because I started that fucking months ago, year about a year ago. So I would have been, I'm in the learned habit phase right now. And I think that's the important part. 
is I've made it a learned habit to keep triaging people. Yes, it does affect me. I've been affected by a couple of friendships recently that have just gone completely sour. Um, and I almost feel a little bit sort of kind of downhearted. Like it's, I don't know, just it's a little bit of a, I suppose it's, you almost can compare it if you're going to be a soppy prick, like being used. It's, and it's difficult because I think that when you invest in friendships, that's a, it's almost does feel a little bit like, you know, a, well, I say a good friendship is, is is like a relationship, isn't it? In a sense, sexless, hopefully, <laughs> unless, unless you're fruity fucks. I don't know what's in your circle. Um, not in my circle, you fruity bastards. Lock it up, zip it up, put it away. Um, I get told that often. Put it away, James. Stop doing the fucking helicopter. I wish... <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, I don't know. Friendships are really important to me. And this is why I want to make a little segment. Um, I suppose as I'm in a gin, relaxing, and I think it's really important. And I've got good friendships, and I think that that trust element is really, really important. But when that trust element is broken, you know, what do you do? I'm asking you, what do you do? Have a reflection on that. What do you do? For me, that's still a very difficult topic is when you feel like that, you feel almost like that friendship's fizzled out or it's been challenged in some way. Someone's disrespected you in your friendship, which has happened to me. Once you've had that disrespect, can you get back to that? And I suppose, you know, for me, if I was going to be someone who's talking to you, you know, if I was talking to you about this about a year ago, and this is probably a, a, a synopsis or an overview of, of how far I've come, um... If I was to, if you, if I, if you to ask me that question a year ago, or even saying 18, 19 months ago when I started this journey, um, and I said to you, um, you know, what do you do when you're when you're disrespected? And I suppose I would turn around to you and say, well, fuck that, I never want to talk to them again. Pricks, cut them out. And I suppose if you listen back to my podcast, that's what I'd advise: cut them out, fuck them off. That's it, done. You've been disrespected. And I think there's also an element now of maturity in this, in this and, the, and the value of understanding that I think if the friendship's worth it, it depends on that level of disrespect. And, you know, I suppose you've got to look at it and, and you've got to outweigh, is that friendship, was there a reason for that disrespect that you don't know about? And I think this, this evolves then into communication. And I suppose being open, I was actually, I, I spoke to someone the other day and I apologised. I literally sent a message saying, you know, I think we fell out because of X, Y, and Z. And, I, and you know, and he was like, <clears throat> yeah. I said, well, I apologize for my reaction. Hoping you're going to get the apology back. Yeah, actually, I was a bit of a fuck. And I did from one of my friends. And he sent back, so yeah, I was a bit of a dick, mate. Um, and we had a conversation and it evolved from there. And I think that's the importance for me is that evolution part, that bit of development. And, you know, not bettering yourself. Remember, we're not saying that. Um, I think it's that that evolution and it's that it's development and maturity, I think, is a really good way of putting it. And we do that through all of our work environments. I'm, I know that I've I've worked alongside people that I've been fucking absolutely devastated by the way they've treated me. And then you look past it and go, well, you know, is there a bit more to this? If we communicated a bit more, would that have evolved into a something different? Would my working relationship be a bit better? Would I still be there working? Would I be happier than the situation I am now? And I suppose that's where we reflect all the time. We look back on ourselves. What are we doing that's making mistakes? Are we making the right efforts? Are we getting out there and getting amongst people? Are we talking? Are we letting people know that we're a bit upset about this, that, and that, or the way I've been treated? And I'm not talking about locking it in and getting fucking soppy soppy. But what I am talking about is, you know, evolving. And maturing into understanding a bit more about yourself and what affects you. How did that situation affect you? Was it intended for you? And for me personally, and I've said this to a couple of people, you know, for me to let someone in is still, depending on what that level of disrespect is, for me to let you in is is a fucking second chance. And I don't mean that like stand on my high horse, you know, um, and I'm the fucking big man. You you need me in your life. I don't I don't mean that at all because I don't think anyone needs me in my life. I like to feel like I'm needed in people's lives. Um, but I think for me, if I'm in your life, and I will do everything I can to make it a fucking good opportunity, a good fun time. I'll drag you. I've always said this. Kieran's always said this to me. My best mate for 29 years. He said, you know, if I didn't have you as a friend, James, I know for a uh, a fact that I would be sat in my fucking chair just gaming chilling out watching the weekends go by he said but you get up you get me out you want me to do more 
you're pushing me to do more and I'd like to do that with a lot of people I like to create things to make them feel happy I like to create memories like occasions and things like that that's what makes me internally happy is being a nurturing person I like to I like to push people and watch them develop. I like to create occasions where we've all got a lasting long-term memory. I like people to rely on me. And I think that that is my function. That's what I guess what I get a kick out of. If you actually broke it down and tried to mature a bit, I like to make people, I don't, I never go out of my way to fuck people over. I never go out of my way to shut people out of my life. If you've been shot out, it's genuinely because you've offended me dramatically, and I'm not, and I'm, I'm quite a hard person to offend. I can guarantee you that. So you, you've offended me personally. You've, you've done sort of some sort of personal attack on me, and made me feel shit internally, unnecessarily. And I would have evaluated the whole situation. And if I've still come to the conclusion where you're not in my life, then genuinely you've done something really severe. But if I've reached out. And I think this is, again, this isn't the James show, um, but this is the way I deal with things. And I think that's the importance of is maturity and making sure, actually, friendship's so important. Is it worth breaking down those barriers? As long as you can talk about that problem and get that problem resolved, I think you can. If you still come to the same conclusion whilst you're talking about whatever incident, and I talk about friendships all the time like this because it's like my dad. My dad's had some good friends over his time, and I know that he's lost good friends because of what I would consider as very, very minuscule, um, you know, problems. It's like, in fact, I'm going to give you a little story actually because it'll probably it'll be a bit of it'll show you my childhood. So my dad had this good friend. And the reason I'm telling you this, because this is how pathetic men's friendships can be. Uh, but my dad had this friend um, and him and Andy, his name was Andy. And I'm not taking a piss. He was. And he was uh, They were both ex-forces and they, they had absolutely phenomenal fucking friendship. They used to go down the fucking the, uh, the British Legion every single Friday party. Just it was a it was a proper bromance. It was a good friendship. And I know my dad is one of these ones, you know, he's moved to an area he didn't know. He's left the military. So he's left all of his military comrades because that's one thing that a perk that comes with being in the military. And um, anyway, he so he got this bromance. And then he, one night they were going out. And my mum was away and his uh, fucking Andy's wife was away. So Andy was like, well, can I bring your kids over to, to your house? Because James is looking after, i.e. me, I was 13, I think. Uh, James is looking after his brother and sister. So can I bring my two kids around and can they watch TV? And my dad was like, yeah, fucking bring it on. And um, anyway, they came. So they dropped around and we and I had a bit of a fucking shit. I had a girlfriend at the time and there was loads of people in the house. And my best friend, actually, uh, Kieran, and I'm going to tell him he's going to fucking chuckle at this story. Him and a guy called Leslie grabbed hold of two fucking knives, like big fucking knives. And um, the kids were watching TV and it was about 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night, I think it was. And he walked up and he was like, uh, he was doing this, like sharpening the knives, doing like a Freddy Krueger. Because Fre- it was Freddy Krueger days when, when we were young. And he was doing Freddy Krueger. Like, I think, I think that was like the crazy shit he was doing. And the kids were laughing. So we all had a bit of a good time. Anyway, I was like, Kieran, fucking be a bit sensible. And basically, uh, my mate Stefan, who is actually coming uh, for my birthday. And I think probably the last time they almost saw each other, actually, was this, was this fucking kerfuffle. And um, anyway, Stefan was uh, coming along and he was like threatening Kieran. I, I was actually friends with Stefan at the time, not so much Kieran. Kieran was kind of in a different group, long story short. And um, anyway, so Stefan was like, what are you fucking doing, mate? You know, sort of sticking up for the kids. And, and obviously he was like, you, you can't fucking threaten kids with knives. But he was like, the kids were laughing. It was fucking hilarious. And we, so we kicked out Kieran. And uh, Stefan was like, what's going on? All this sort of jazz and um, thought nothing of it. Anyway, my dad came home, pissed with fucking Andy. They picked up his kids. They were getting in the fucking car. As they got home, um, Andy fucking rung my dad and basically said that his kids are fucking terrified. They won't go to sleep. Uh, They can't fucking sleep. Something about fucking a kid's been threatening him with knives and he was sharpening knives. Anyway, he phoned the fucking police. So the police went up to fucking Kieran's house. Kieran got a fucking knock on the door. He, his dad basically kicked fuck out of him because that's what he did in them days. And then he come down to the fucking house. 
I got dragged downstairs and then my dad fucking basically had me by the fucking throat, picked me up and he was like, were you fucking? And anyway, because obviously he thought that we were, and we were like, I was like, I had no idea, mate. I mean, I was snogging my girlfriend in the back, mate. I don't, I've literally no idea. All I saw was Stefan kicking off. And then he was like, this has happened. And Stefan was at the door. Uh, sorry, Kieran was at the door. And he was like, his dad was like fucking clipping his ear. He's fucking doing your fucking twat. And then Kieran was stood there and he was like, yeah, I'm really fucking sorry, Mr. Little John. Uh, you know, it was it was just a little bit of a laugh. The kids were fucking... He didn't know what he was doing. He didn't know what he'd done wrong. He genuinely... And to this day, he still says, you know, I didn't know what I did wrong. And we look back now as dads and we go, yeah, I'd kick fuck out of you, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I came home and someone was doing that in my house, I'd kick fuck out of them, buddy. It wouldn't even be a question to ask me. I'm surprised the police were called because I'd have come round and knocked your fucking head off. And uh, anyway, so he, we, we've got a different perspective in life now. So... But yeah, anyway, so my dad and um, and Andy fell out from that because Andy took that as like, bearing in mind, this is nothing to do with my dad. He took that as an inconsiderate thing for my son, for for his son. And basically, my dad, he, he wanted, to, he, basically, this Andy guy wanted me to get punished. He was like, you need to fucking ground him, you need to whack him with a fucking belt. You need to fucking absolutely beat the shit out of him. My dad was like, mm, no, I'm not doing that. He's like, you need to do that. He's, you need to teach him a lesson. Anyway. I think that was the cusp of it anyway. I didn't get the full details. That was the bit that you told me. And they never spoke. And they were fucking like amazing friends. And they've never spoke again. A fallout over something that was irrelevant to their night out hadn't really traumatized these kids. I mean, come on. It was a bit, it, literally, it was a joke. It all got beat, you know, it all got fucking come out in the wash. It was just a bit of laugh Yeah, okay, it's a little bit fucking scary. But the reality was when you talk to, Andy and you say look would you really think we're going to fucking stab kids no we're not so explain that to your kids so when he explained oh no it was Freddy Krueger it's a bit of a you know just you have to you have to communicate then but that that friendship just dissipated gone now I've said to my dad like many times why why don't you fucking call him again like you know he's like see see how he's getting on you know see what he's up to see if you can't fucking chat about it he's like I've wanted to many Christmases I've said you want to go for a fucking beer but I just don't think he'd answer and I'm like, wow, that's a fucking barrier and a half you banged up there, mate, for something that was completely out of your control. I said, that's a fucking big barrier. That's not even effect. That's not even something you did personally. You know, you've literally come home and just because you wouldn't beat your fucking kid, he's taken offence. I was like, first off, that doesn't sound like the type of friendship I'd want. He needs to go back to fucking Germany when he was obviously fucking part of the Nazi fucking, um, you know, the Nazi World War Two. Um, I mean, it's bad enough the fucking kickings we used to get as kids anyway, uh, without fucking adding to it. And this was ninety fucking ninety fucking two or whatever it was. And um, yeah, so that's it. But that's that. I think I'll digress massively into a nice little story there, but. I think that's the importance of understanding friendship and how to deal with it, how to manage it, how to pursue it. You know, when is it right? When is it wrong in that sort of sense? You know, can you be a bit communicative? And I think if you've got a good friendship, I mean, I've had many falls out with with um, my, my mate Kieran. I've had many falls out with my brother. But, you know, they're always going to happen. But it's a making sure that you can still, like, yeah, that was yesterday, mate, whatever. I mean, Christ, there's fucking God knows how many times that I've fallen out with my brother. Um, but we always go like, yeah, that's just growing up. And as you become maturer, they just become, you know, hilariously painful fucking stories, <laughs> you know, that you chat about over a beer and you look at each other and going, yeah, do you remember when you fucking set my, my teddy's light? Do you remember when you did this? Do you remember when you fucking tried to beat the shit out of me? And I'm like, yeah, they were good times, mate. Yeah, they were in the past. <laughs> Let's leave them there. All right, it's not a fucking relationship. Don't drag it back up, mate. <laughs> As you've got this awkward fucking laugh. So, yeah, there's, there is certain things. But, you know, for me, I think that friendship is valued. It's really, really valued. And I've, I've noticed myself giving a... Um, and this, again, don't take this the wrong way. But I've, I have noticed myself giving you know, other people the benefit of the doubt to try and get that friendship back. Because I think, you know, as you get older and you mature, friendship becomes very important. And these big occasions that you have become important. 
Um, I mean, we as we're younger, when we we have milestones for our birthdays, don't we? We have like you know, you you get to thirteen, you're a thirteen, you know, you get to and there's probably more, um, but you get to like sixteen. That's another big one. Eighteen because you can drink. Twenty one, you're legal everywhere, you know, in the world. Um, I don't know, you know, so, and then you've got your milestones and your thirties, your your forties, your fifties, and they go up in ten year increments. Then which really scare the fuck out of you because you don't want to celebrate them. This is the thing for me. You don't celebrate the years in between, so you just go oh big party nothing 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 fucking hell 50 have a chat mate <laughs> have a chat where's the other fucking where's 41 2 3 4 5 8 7 8 9 but you don't so i don't want to change that in my little circle i want to celebrate birthdays you know i want but i don't just want it to be just a birthday i want to celebrate it at summertime where we have an event we will get together and we we make that mark so that we make we start making the memories that keep us focused and it gives us something to look forward to. I know that next year there's going to be another party. We're going to have it a bit bigger. Maybe it'll get to the point where there's the more friendships you get in and the more your circle becomes and the more people that you rely on, not rely on, but look after and care for and they look after you that just extends but in a, in the right way because what you've done is you've adopted the principles of what i've told you over the last two years 18 months 19 months i've told you to make sure the people in your circle are the right people but you need to develop that a bit further you need to make sure you start making those memories otherwise those friendships never mature those friendships just become uh, you know there's a guy that's coming to to the party that i've invited actually um and we had a fallout we, we we did two years ago and um you know i think mine was justified i'll stand by it um anyway um he's coming along i'm like olive branch out you know let's let's fucking let's have a fucking you know let's try and mature this we'll have a good chat and i think that's really important but that is the last time i saw him was two years ago two fucking years ago that is like you know and you know he's a 30 minute drive to come down or we could have had a couple of occasions in between then that would have done this sooner because time's precious you gotta look after yourself and this is when we don't know when things are gonna happen i'm not being in a morbid sense but it's really important to make those milestones with the right people around you anyway i fucking went off for a rant and a half there didn't i i was thought oh god i'm gonna squeeze out 20 minutes here because i just want to talk um, but i didn't i squeezed out a little bit more um, but i really wanted to just like i said it sounded negative i think it is negative because i think there's an element of truth behind that i think there's an element of truth where you know you do you can get hurt in friendships um, but I think if you don't communicate and understand those friendships, they'll never mature. They'll, and that's the, the key part there. And I think that when they mature, I think that for me, like I said at the start, I'm very lucky I've got a, a friendship that's been in 29 years that has matured. And I do know I've got the reliant on his friendship for the rest of my life. Um, and I think that for me, that's really important. However long that life will be, we just keep making those memories. We keep trying to do different things. We, we you know, we constantly communicate and we constantly try and make ourselves a little bit, our lives a little bit better. And I think that's important, especially when we're in families. Like I said, life can be a bit shit. So it's important to have those friends to pull you out of that shit, to make sure they go, dude, do you want to play a bit of golf? Do you want to go here? Do you want to do that? Let's have a barbecue. Let's all meet up. Lads, lads fucking weekend, bit of fishing, beers, talking shit. That's the importance of it. But the right people will do that. The right people will invite you or come along or do what they need to do. The right people will talk to you on a daily basis. The right people will communicate with you. Like I said, it's a right. It, having the right people will extend outwards. And I think that's the importance. And, and like I said, I'm very lucky. I've got I've got a couple of good friendships like that. And, and and I'm maturing constantly the other ones. And I think that's a great a great thing is watching those friendships mature, watching the trust expand, watching yourself evolve and mature because you're you know, you're not talking about the mundane shit. You're just talking about don't worry about that, mate. What are you fucking doing the weekend or how's this fucking how's Formula One been? The banter you see and I, and I know that because you get that in friendships. Good friendships will have you talking about sports, games, whatever it may be, all manly man stuff. And I think that's the importance of nurturing that. And that's why I want to talk about it. It's because sometimes we've got to mature. Sometimes we've got to open the olive branch. Sometimes we've got to make that little bit of effort. If you make the effort, then what you'll reap the rewards. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. doesn't matter what it will be. You plan properly. You make the right events. You will. And I'm, point, I'm swaying my finger here. You can't see this. Should have had this on the cam. And I'm like a fucking cowboy. I'm like pow 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 pow. Um, but yeah, if you if you if you pull the right friendships in, 
watch it watch your life be better you know absolutely and and it works for me i'm i'm the thing is i'm i'm talking to you again i'm offering advice but i need to do better myself 110 percent, and that's where i'm this is the it, it doesn't take long to do this because i've been talking about it but i i noticed i was in a shit place last week and i was like, i need to take some time out i need to reset i need to go and meet people and chat and and get myself back together apologize to people do plan some things i need to get my excuse me get i need to get my work life balance back because at the moment it's way sided on the work and that's where i'm evolving that's where i'm maturing i'm going i've been out for three nights now consecutively for 45 minute walks with missus and the dog just having a good time chatting about the future and that's a really, really nice feeling because we're like, well, what are we going to do here? Where are we going to be? Where do we see ourselves in six months just to make sure that we're on the same page? You know, we know what we've got to do in the house. One left, one project left. We know things are going to move forward. You know, next year, we've always said more for 24 is my my brand marking for this year. I'm fucking 2023 off and I'm going with more for 24, baby. Um, and that's what I'm saying. More for 24. That's our fucking role. Um, and I know that because it's been a shit year so far because I'm saving paying things off doing things the right way maturing um and you know i'm doing personal development constantly uh, trying to push myself um progressively through my work structure to get more income to get better pensions to, to better myself again um, better my family i'm trying to do the things the right things so that more for 24 baby comes in i'm gonna hit the ground running and i want things in motion and I do know that those things are in motion because I was talking about them on the walk tonight. I was like, yeah, we're going to do this and this and this. We're on the same page. Brilliant. Okay, let's get them fucking locked in. Let's get it locked in and sorted. And that's the importance of communication and being with the right people and talking to the right people. Doing the right things for yourself. Taking your time out, reflecting. Staying away from, you know, drink drugs, he says, as he's fucking chewing down a gin. Um, but staying away from it on a regular basis. Getting things in moderation. Get your exercise back in order. Get, un, you know, something I want to talk about in my next one is uncluttering the mind and pulling out that stuff, getting the clutter out. And I've got a couple of techniques I want to talk to you about in terms of getting that clutter away because it's so important to remove the shit and compartmentalization is a really good technique and, and I'm going to talk to you about that because if you can compartmentalize things and you can control your mindset and you remove the clutter, get rid of things you don't need to worry about, start looking at your day and i think that's a really important thing something i'm learning to do for my adhd constantly is i'm constantly i'm looking at how i can evolve to manage my day in a structured way so i'm getting more out of it rather than just going in like a bull in a fucking china shop i've got to structure my shit because i if i don't I, it's, it's fucking all over the shit and shit Anyway, I'm going to stop there because I have droned on for a bit. Thank you for listening to me. Um, and I do hope this content is finding you well. Um, so, yeah, I'm, like I said, the next topic for me is going to be uncluttering the mind. Um, some Another little technique I'm, I've been adapting for myself. Again, a lot of this stuff is what I do. It's my journey. It's, it's um, and I don't mean that in a loose, you know, fuck off, stay out of my bubble. It's my journey. I mean, it's my journey, as in I'm just opening up about my journey um, and, you know, stumbling roads that come across and how i'm trying to evolve may not work for you there's a lot of things that that don't work for some people that do work there's things i've tried from from techniques and stuff that haven't worked for me like i said you know pain management's a fucking killer for me um you know i struggle massively with migraines bad back and that you know i'm like i said daily i'm sat at seven that fucks me over i can't do the sports that i like to do which is you know wakeboarding golf golf fucking cripples me now and i try to play that um so you know there's little things i'm doing wrong things that i'm still developing i don't get everything right but at the same time and, and some people will suggest things to me that don't work and, and i'll try them and there's some things that do work and i'm like that's fucking brilliant so take what you can from it give it a go just give it a go give it a long enough go though don't give it a fucking hour and go <laughs> that guy told me uh if i drink a pint of water i'm good to go yeah not in an hour mate <laughs> you've got to make it a learned habit all right anyway so i'm not going to churn on them take too much of your time thanks for listening take care of yourselves and i'll speak to you all soon love you guys <laughs>